Good morning, Cappy Cappite. Booty boo, booty bee, booty boo. Hang on. Of course. There we go. I knew it was going to happen. I got it. I got it this time, guys. Because you got to keep the broadcast window open so you can see if people give you the super chats over here. But then this plays in my ear, but you guys don't hear it. So I nailed it this time because I'll usually hit the start button. And then all of a sudden I hear myself and it's like an echo, which you guys again don't hear, but it's maddening <clears throat> on the other. And how's things? Uh, oh my God, Captain, what are you doing up this early in the morning? It's one of those deals where you, the older you get, the uh, you just wake up. just And I'm up. That's it. I'm up. And you can try to go back to sleep. Oh, in the days of the youth, in the days of yore, when Clinton was president and chicks the last... I, I can honestly, we, we had our fair share of goth chicks and chicks wearing nylons on their arm and the Sheryl Crows and the Winona Ryder. They, that was like where the media and, and the powers that be were like trying to put the head of the dick in the woman's ass just, just to poke to test, field testing. Will they take this shit? Will they take ugly, repulsive women? Will they believe that tatted up bull ring, nose ring, whores are, are sexy, are attractive and uh, but but for for that trial period for those uh, proto <clears throat> uh, SJW types, there were some still good looking women. That's back when you. I think it even happened. I I do remember like the first day of class, some people would even kind of dress up a little bit. That happened, but that was long ago. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's eight seventeen in the morning, and I, I tried to get up. I tried to go back to sleep. Couldn't. But back in college, you could do that. I could sleep. Oh, God. I would work insane hours, three, maybe four hours of sleep a night. But then I'd have one day, like a true Sabbath, and half of it, 12 to 16 hours, would just be spent sleeping. And uh, not anymore. Something happens when you get old. Old guys in the comments section, if there is one. <laughs> it's just some of you guys aren't working or commuting right now. <laughs> You just get up. I've been getting up more and more like before eight. And I was like, well, I might as well get this shit done. And then I do. And I realize, God, I'm glad I woke up at eight because all of a sudden the GF gets back at four. I'm like, what happened to the day? What happened to it? Look at all this GDP I produced. I'm glad I produced it because now I have to go do other shit. Um, Speaking of it, how is everybody's community? Let's look at traffic. Let's look at traffic. Old Cappy here in his nice sweatpants and his socks. Oh, traffic's not too bad in Minneapolis. That's not bad at all. Let's look up traffic, Chicago. Although I guess it's on the tapering end. Oh, Chicago. Oh, Chicago, Chicago, that shitty socialist town. Chicago, Chicago, you'll get shot on the south side. At your bottom dollars, you'll lose all your money and ownership of your property in Chicago. Chicago. That town that Chad Elkins kind of lives in. San Francisco. <clears throat> oh, San Francisco looks good. Why is San Francisco in such great shape? What's happening? What time is it there? Six nine ah, they're not even up yet. Okay, that makes sense. What's what's a town? What's a town central stand? No, Denver. There we go. They're just starting up. Denver traffic. How are the sheep looking? Denver looks good. What's going on? How am I supposed to enjoy this day laughing and enjoying your guys' misery 
going to school, being stuck in traffic when there ain't no traffic. This isn't fun. I wake up early for this shit. My God, what? Okay, Milwaukee, maybe? No, Milwaukee's on what the... Boy, Denver is about the only mountain town that doesn't really have Dallas. I like people in Dallas. Dallas doesn't look too good. Austin, let's do Austin. Hey, man. Like, so we're, oh, God, there you go. Austin, looks like Seattle. <laughs> you dip ship 20-somethings. You go vote to spend your money on other people's uh, drug habits and children they can't afford. Fuck the streets, right? Never been to Austin. Have no desire to go. Um, We got a bang out shit today. We have so many stupid people in the news. And I have uh, a lot of family I have to get through. And then we're going to be doing a podcast later on again tonight or today, this afternoon with uh, Chattius Thaddeus Elkins. Because uh, we got a bunch of accounting questions over at Asshole Consulting, so you guys could tune into that. No, I didn't set up the. I didn't set up the link yet. <clears throat> I know you're supposed to do that. I know. Hey, have a regular time and a regular schedule, and then that way more people will show up. They'll know, what are you doing on it? You know how hard it is. Once you get, let, let me tell you about the schedule list life. Let me tell you about this. Uh, once you get used to that. It's like the internet. How'd you ever get by without it? Uh, because it is so nice not having a schedule. We're packing through all this stuff, getting ready to move. And I found my old schedule books from back in the day when I had a job and I taught dance classes. And I taught finance classes as well. And you needed that. There is, you know, times and everything. I wrote it down. And um, <clears throat> and you had to, what, God, you're so busy doing. What am I doing today? What am I doing the next hour? What's going on next week? You, you had to plan for that stuff. But once you get to this, eh, I get my work done whenever I want. No, I don't have to commute. No, I don't have to suffer what they're suffering in Austin. You get so accustomed because it is such a nice reprieve. It is such a nice chore not to have of constantly worrying, what, what do I have scheduled? What do I have to do? And then, and then you people still plugged into the matrix. You come in, what are you doing? April 27th at 3-7. I, fucking Christ, I don't know. I don't know. Contact me later. Let me, contact me April 26th. I'll, I'll let you know. And uh, my mom in particular, she's hard. I, I, you know, she's old. That's what women do. My mom, what are you doing? I, I, it's amazing how far out women will schedule shit. Older women. Take the younger women got it. I don't know, maybe older when they just retire, maybe they just, you know, hang on. they got nothing else to do but look at their schedule like, oh, I got, let's plan the year. Like communists, they plan their social life like the communists plan the economy. Like, what are you doing? 3 p.m. August 15th. Nothing as of yet, but something better might come up. Well, if you pin that, then, then, then you got to worry about it. This entire time, then you got to worry about Like today, <clears throat> number one pain in my ass today, I have to go on the orientation. Honest to God, guys. <laughs> oh, I haven't, I haven't rented in 20 years. Own property. Yeah, 2444. I've, I've always owned a home. Lived in a home. I did rent in, in Wyoming. I'll, I'll grant you that. But Wyoming is like 25 years behind the rest of the country. In this one case, that's good. Cars and, and rental, uh, that's good. But now we have orientation. 
we have to go to orientation for the apartment complex. <laughs> you just give me the fucking key. Here's my credit report. Here's my background. <laughs> it's just, there's a criminal check. Just give me the damn key. I'll see you on the first. What, what more? Oh, no, we need orientation. <laughs> oh, so they're going to show us around. Here's the garage. Here's this. Here's that. All right. Okay. And that's the, that's the one thing I have to do. To, and that's, that's why I got up. Going to go back to sleep. I'm like, well, might as well make hay while the sun shines. And I got to get out of here in an hour and a half. <clears throat> I got a shower. Yes, this is what Cappy is like, slow-mo. This is, I'm only at 70% right now, guys. This is only what it is. But yes, it is kind of a pain in the ass to schedule now and now i'm so used to like well let's get this done let's get that you can you can triage that you could prioritize stuff uh but now with the backup there has been a backlog of fan mail and stupid so let's just let's get to the stupid stuff right away um <clears throat> we'll start off on a good note oh, hang on the evening standard i don't know if it's Fake news or not, because it's in the UK. Vegan cafe that charged 18% man tax is set to close. Oh. <laughs> a cafe that caused controversy by charging male customers a man tax to bridge the gender pay divide is closing. Now, who goes there? What man would go there? I know what man would go there. The cucks, the male feminists. You're going to show support. I'm a male feminist. Please give me hairy vagina. I'm supporting you. Give me charity, pussy. Handsome Her, a vegan cafe in Melbourne, Australia, sparked global debate in 2017. I don't think it sparked global debate. It was shtick. It was, it was a look at me. It was, we're being edgy. And once again, as, and you can, you could predict the, the main moral of this article, uh, as is all the case with all of these communist things. And remember, there was an actual Marxist cafe in Boston somewhere. There's been several of these now. This is just the third or fourth incarnation. And it went belly up because you, what was it? It was all led by committee and, and, and then employees were paid an egregious amount and people didn't have to pay if they didn't want to. This is what happens when you put your politics ahead of reality. And it's also evidence that Marxism and socialism doesn't work. It's on a micro level. Now, when you confiscate trillions of dollars of the producer's money, you can make it seem like you're actually surviving. I mean, look at Bernie Sanders. Look at Ocasio-Cortez. Those two have never worked a real job in their life. Okay, they worked six months of a real job in their life one time. But they have come nowhere near to producing the, the amount of money they need to su support and survive themselves. But they got money from mommy and daddy and the government. And so in their minds, they actually think socialism works. These are the people sitting on the on the top deck of the Titanic drinker, like, oh my goodness, piloting a boat is so easy, Thaddeus. Would you like some more Chardonnay? Why, yes. I don't know why. Those people work down in the in the belly of this. They never, never even visited the engine room. Meanwhile, the producers are in the engine room, like, hey, we got to keep the coal going and this going in the engine. Oh my God, what's that? A rip in the hole? Look at all that water. Damn, that's cold water. We better go up and do something. Meanwhile, the pussies and the 
The elites are up there listening to the violins, drinking their scotches at the top deck of the Titanic. That's what happens. These people are on the top deck of the Titanic. They don't want to get down into the belly of the beast and actually make sure the engines are running, make sure that they're greased, make sure that there's fuel. They all, they all want to be generals. None of them want to be ground troops. And so when you put your ideologies and your politics have had a reality, this is what happens. And it's proof again. It's pro only, only with massive amounts of government money and parent money can you have the delusion that socialism works like Mark Dayton. Like, oh, this is great. Everything's fine. Yeah, I guess everything is fine on Lake Minnetonka, isn't there, Marky Dayton? I bet you everything is grand with $20 billion of your dad's money. <laughs> I'd, I, too, would imagine that things could go on forever this way without producing one penny of real GDP. But when you don't have the money, when you don't have billions, like the founders of Handsome Her, a vegan cafe in Melbourne, Australia, the real world comes in and eats through that capital much more quickly. Charge men an 18% premium to reflect the gender pay gap. Is it only 82% now? I thought it was 70% now. After two years of trading, the cafe and also would be closing its doors for good on April 28th. Co-owner Alexandra O'Brien has not detailed the reason behind the move. But, well, let's look up Alexandra O'Brien, shall we? <clears throat> let's see what her LinkedIn profile is and see whether she has a CPA or a degree in actuary science uh, in, in uh, Australia. Alexandra O'Brien. Did we spell this right? There could probably be a lot of Alexandra O'Brien. Do I have to link in tonight? Uh, this is a different Alex. Ooh, hey guys, check out this Alex. This is not the Alexandra O'Brien. That uh, this is a, a lawyer, lawyer at Clayton Utz Majors Projects in Construction. Giggity, giggity, goo. Hi, how you doing? Um, that's not, that's not, this is definitely not. She's too good looking to be a, a vegan cafe owner. Uh, let's go Alexander. Oh, let's go vegan. Why not just type in a religion? That'll get us there. Oh, now it goes all to the, now it all goes to the articles about her. She's ugly. Got the thick rim glasses. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> ba, 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 ba. No, that's another. This is an HR gal. God, a lot of Alexandria O'Briens. Here's another Alexandria O'Brien, and she looks like, yeah, completed bachelor's of social work employed as a youth worker in New Zealand. God, what, whoa, whoa, there's some good looking chicks named Alexandra O'Brien. Here's first officer. Hi, Christ, what? Damn. She's a pilot. <clears throat> well, hello. <laughs> I think we'll just do a whole show on hot chicks named Alexandra O'Brien. Man, we keep going through this. Um, wow. I am shocked. There... The women with the name Alexandra O'Brien are some really good-looking chicks. Not this first one here. All right, all right, hang on. What's the name of this stupid cafe? Handsome Her. LinkedIn, Handsome Her. 
Oh, missing over. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. We all know she doesn't have a degree in engineering, Aaron. You can knock it off. All right. Co-owner Alexandra O'Brien has not detailed the reason behind the move, <laughs> but Handsome Her has endured a widespread backlash for its perceived reverse sexism. There's no such thing as reverse sexism. There's just sexism. You either hate someone because of their gender or not. doesn't matter which gender you hate. You know, same thing with reverse racism. There's there's no reverse racism. There's racism. You hate people because of their because of the race. You know, like pansy white people, they hate the white race. I'm just saying that's racist. It wouldn't be so funny if it wasn't true. In a post entitled "A Handsome Farewell," Miss O'Brien wrote, "It's been a wild journey to say the least. Yeah, accounts receivable and accounts payable. Who knew? When we opened Handsome Her in 2017, here's see again. I don't read through the articles. I skim them." Here's where her expectations, you find out, had no bearing or anchoring in reality. We expected that perhaps we might make a stir through our brazen public discussions of structural inequality and oppression. The man text blew up the internet, an idea that we didn't think was all too radical. <clears throat> yeah, because sexism is great. Yet the way the world responded shows. How fragile masculinity is and solidified the necessity for us to confront and dismantle the patriarchy. So profits not even even meant you, you you go, girls, you dismantle the patriarchy with your own money. You fight, you you fight, man. <laughs> Couldn't you just just put on some fucking makeup and look like the other uh, Alexandria O'Briens and work a real fucking job? Like is 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 a regular life is a normal life. I don't mean a normie life, but is is a happy, simple life with a loving spouse, men and women. Is is it that bad? Do you gotta go and you gotta prove and you gotta champion and you gotta crusade? I mean, don't you look that at all these professional activists and realize they all kind of look like street bums in Tacoma? Way not that bad. <clears throat> and then you kind of look, well, you know, these people over here, uh, well, she's just kind of, you know, a part-time worker over at the local place, and he's an accountant, and they have this nice little house, and it's not big or anything like that, but they, they got uh, two cars, and the kids are all right. And look, they go, this isn't, isn't that appealing at all? And you know, kind of, you're looking at that that internet map from the satellite, and North Korea has no lights on, and South Korea has lights on. Don't you look at it and say, you know, I, I like electricity. I like it when the hospitals run. I, I, I like. I, I think I want to go over to South. I, I prefer Seoul over Pyongyang. Nope, we're gonna run a corporation. We're gonna run a company for social justice and all well, those profit accounting thing. That doesn't really matter. We're just one little tiny shop on Sydney Road that was trying to carve out a swath of space to prioritize women and women issues. Okay, so you are sexist. I, you, you prefer women over men. I don't mean that in a sexual sense, but you are not equal. You're not for equality. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's because you hate men or you like women more. Or you, because you're a woman, you're more biased towards yourself and you're lazy and you want preferential treatment in the world. And so we became the punchy bag of Melbourne and the internet. Well, I I think if, most people, even people on the left, 
except for the extremists, probably are more, more, more meritocratic than they'd like. Most of the Democrats and the leftists, whatever, labor, whatever the name is for the Australian party of pussies, I think a fair amount of them just want to help out their fellow man. This is where we got a lot of naive Democrats. We just have a little guy. Which I want to punch you guys in your face because you're ignorant because you never looked at the budget. How much are we spending on the little guy? Did you ever ask that? And have we ever, have the Democrat Party ever really helped out the little guy? Do you know economic? Do I just feel, shut the fuck up with your feelings. <clears throat> but most people don't like the unfair treatment of others, even if they're males, even if they're white. And, and that's people on, generally on the left. But you guys have hate. This is genuine hate. So now you're surprised you're a punching bag. Yes, we are the evil, discriminatory, man-hating dicks who charge men more when didn't you know the wage gap doesn't even exist. Meanwhile, gentlemen's social clubs live on and strong around Melbourne and the world over. Well, those are social clubs. Women's social clubs exist too. By God, I'll tell you the story again. It... I'll tell you this. Let me give a hat tip to um, lesbian women um, and, and other, uh, you can't even say political groups. You could say uh, group groups, uh, trait groups, women's this or lesbian that or the LBGT community. So you guys know I'm always looking for something to do. And this is both in Vegas and Minneapolis, Southern and Northern Command. Uh, I'll go on the meetup group. I'll go on the meetup. Oh, what kind of group? And there's like this really cool meetup. Like, oh, hey, motorcycle riding, rock climbing, Dungeons and Dragons club. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And cigars. You know, so, oh, we're going to have cigars. And I'm like, oh, boy. And then I like sponsored by the lesbian gay community. I'm like, oh, I can't, he can't go because he's not gay because he doesn't like the peni. Oh. Hey, the jazz cigar uh, um, scotch with hot chicks and lingerie modeling club. Would you like to attend free? No, no cost. No open area. Oh, but you must be black. Oh, why do the blacks have all the fun? Then I got Spurg, an autistic white guy, Dungeons and Dragons Club. Hey, come here and maybe play Dungeons and Dragons, but not really because grown men cry because they, they didn't get to cast their spell. I'm stuck with that. There's some really cool shit the, uh, the trait group people have, predominantly uh, the gay community. They, they got some really cool stuff they do. Uh, but you, you obviously you have to be gay. No one, no one begrudges them. No one says that, you know, males and guys like, no, no, you have your club. No, I understand. I just would like to join. That's all. But you enjoy your chicks and lingerie with the cigars and scotch. But I look at my skin. I'm not black. Because I'm a libertarian. I'm for freedom. I also understand. Yeah, you're probably going to want to have your groups and your clubs based on traits. God almighty. Men form gentlemen clubs to get the fuck away from you, chicks. So meanwhile, gentlemen's social clubs live on strong and around Melbourne and the world over. Yeah, but so does every other group. And you're obviously pissed off. And here's the other thing. Gentlemen's social clubs, they take donations or they just form. They don't, a gentleman's social club is social. We don't like, hey, let's run up. Let's make this overly complicated by running the most complicated business ever, a cafe 
a restaurant where we got to deal with like food and the handling of food and the preparing of food and this massive overhead. I don't know why people keep thinking running a restaurant or a cafe is fun. Again, th- I, I told you early on before I even went into this article, how far and unanchored from reality is this woman going to be? See, they know deep down inside they got to know. <clears throat> She's got to know that she was never going to make it. She had no intention of actually working. Um, it was a dream. This was a hobby. Somewhere deep down inside, like horses, she wanted to ride. I want to run a cafe in South Biscotti. And because her religion is socialism and feminism, whatever else, she had to throw that in there too. <laughs> but since you don't have billions of dollars like Target, or other major corporations, or you're not the government, I guess you got your own. I, I hope you wasted your what? Your superannuation fund? Can you Aussies uh, borrow from your superannuation fund to fund hobbies that are disguised as businesses? Oh, there's the pretty picture of the woman in the guy outfit with the hat and the stuff. Um, she ended her message by thanking our community of friends that came and never left our sides. Explained that the team would be off to our next adventure up north. We'll be doing some hands-on work. Hey, all right. Are you going to donate time to help with the thing and the stuff of the non-charity profit with the government grant money that won't really solve the starving children of Durka Durkistan? Is that what you're going to do? Are you guys going to learn to code? Are you ever going to join the real world and produce something of value that people want? No, of course not. The announcement has been met with a mixed response. Some social media users have offered their well wishes with one writing on Facebook. You are heroes. No, they're not heroes. They're failures. They, they are fa- what did they do for what you developed in your vision and space has covered a void we will ache for? <laughs> you are the most amazing lemonist, fe- les- lemonists, lesbian and feminist, les- lesbianists, lesbianists. You're the most amazing, there's that word, amazing, lesbian feminist activists. No, they're not. I'm sure in the thousands in the history of lesbian feminist activists, there are some who are a little bit more amazing, who actually probably did achieve something, aside from pissing away their superannuation fund. Thanks for fighting the fight. Enjoy your next endeavors. You deserve respect and appreciation. No, you deserve mockery and ridicule. You deserve to serve as an example for any other lesbian feminist to say, hey, maybe you ought not to do this. Maybe you ought, maybe if you want to fight the patriarchy, maybe, maybe you not ought to do that with an overly complicated business operation like running a restaurant. Maybe just, maybe just go and lick each other out. Why don't you just don't go have fun? Why are you obsessed with what guys are doing across the world globally with their social clubs? What? Go form your own damn social. Dude, go go to meetups. The lesbians and the gays, they got great meetups. They have a lot more fun than you're going to have fun trying to run and sling coffee and make ends meet at a, at a money-losing operation. I could probably look it up right now. You could probably find a really cool event thing going on. <clears throat> a lot of hike, a lot of gay hiking clubs in uh in Las Vegas. Oh, we're going to do this. Oh, I've never done that mountain. Can- oh, for the guys that like the guys and the girls like the girls. I can't go to that thing. But then I, my, my logic is not, you know what I'm going to do? 
I'm going to cash in my IRA. I'm going to open up a restaurant. I'm going to charge lesbians. and get- No. Well, how would that work? I'm going to do really cool stuff and have really cool food at my place, but I won't serve it to lesbians and gays because that'll teach them because they have better meetup groups than, than us boring straight people. I just be like, ah, good for, how about good for them? Can you just be happy? Oh, just, I guess it's envy and greed. Just petty green jealousy. Like you, you just can't go and live your life. You have to live your life defined as by others. Another take in Instagram to comment. Is there anything we can do to keep you open? My stage of grief barking. Why don't you just cash in your superannuation fund and give the money to them? That'll keep the cash flow open for another three months. <clears throat> Others have expressed delight at the cafe's alleged failure. Get woke, go broke. What has your cafe going bankrupt taught us? One, sexism in business is a bad idea. Two, in the end, all you man haters care mo- more about bringing men down than lifting one another up. Yeah, that's true. Uh, another responded by calling the owners horrible people. They are horrible people. Commenting on a handsome her Instagram post, I'm glad such a bigoted and hateful business is getting shut down. Last I checked, sex discrimination was illegal. It is. Well, no, it's not. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> the cafe will offer to, a pay-as-you-feel scheme on their final day of trade. Proceeds will be done. How much you want to bet they owe their landlord a shit ton of back rent? Proceeds raised will be donated to Mighty Nepal, nonprofit which works to protect Nepali girls from abuse, exploitation, and torture. <laughs> I, and I'm sure all the money gets into the hands of preventing that, right? I'm sure. And you know what? Finally, that will that will solve the problem, right? They solve the problem. Just all this money, you know, it's like the Partridge Family. All they had to do was sing a song, and that rose awareness, and then that solved poverty. See, just like Robotech, I'll have Lin Min May. This is really getting obscure. If, if you are if you know what I'm talking about, there's a good chance you're still a virgin. Uh, Lin Min May, all she had to do was sing a song, and then Zatrati were defeated. That's all you got to just sing a song. Get a fucking tambourine. My God. <laughs> oh, where do I? Let's see if there's any super chats we get through. Well, who's up there? No super chats. Thanks, guys. No blood shackles. Uh, top of the morning to you. Think simply. Look up Boston. All right, let's look up Boston. What's Boston look like for traffic? Isn't Boston and New York? Isn't that like perpetual traffic? That's not too bad. Maybe it's just a good. Maybe everyone's taking the day off. It's Friday. Maybe that's just a. Oh, John Min, how do I get the girls? You spelled girls wrong. It's G-U-R-L-Z. How do I get the girls? How do I get the girls? What should I do for a business? What should I major in? Swear to God. Oh, let's do some sponsors. <clears throat> RDKlegal.com. That stands for Russell DK Legal.com. If you need a divorce attorney in Illinois, 
Go to rdklegal.com. Uh, new sponsor. And uh, Russell and his uh, buddy, his partner, I forget his name, um, they specialize in divorce. And you want to run an ad on here, become the next Chad Elkins uh, in terms of the legal community over in Chicago. So if you happen to be in Chicago or Illinois, because I think it's statewide law, check them out. I would also contact him in general before you get married to just get some general legal advice. I am going to have him on the show because I do want to talk to a divorce lawyer. Just like, hey, if you're going to get married, what are some shit you should do before you, before you even get engaged? You know, what what's some basic one-on-one shit here that people should know? Uh, aside from not, <laughs> aside from like, man, no, 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 no. so check him out, RD, RDK Legal. Um, hang on. And these days, I'll come up with a cure for my cough. It's a smoker's cough. You gotta quit smoking. It's not the cigars, guys. Had this cough since three years old. Financial longevity: your guide to securing your family's financial future. Written by Dantarius Owens. What's hilarious about Dantarius Owens is it's basically how to get out of debt. A good book. Well, why should I? Why should I get this guy's book? You know, there's a billion books out there about getting out of debt and financial longevity and all that other stuff. The reason you want to get it is he is the first millennial to pay off his student loans in under a year. And I'm like, dude, and it's in the it's in the book description. I'm like, there you go. Bravo. You got my endorsement. So uh, even though the old Capmeister is older than most of you millennials, matter of fact, he's older than all you millennials. Uh, if you are a millennial and want something who's more your age and has done it himself, get that book, Fige- Financial Longevity, Your Guide to Securing Your Family's Financial uh, Future. That's available on Amazon.com. Check out Viva La Manosphere. That's the Drudge Report of the Manosphere and the Red Pill community. I like. I, I keep forgetting. I get a lot of traffic from from him. I got to put ads up there too. Oh, Captain's got to do ads. Got to do a lot of advertising. Um, but check that out. You'll fi- probably discover some other websites and blogs and podcasts uh, by going there. The very thorough um, compilation of different Red Pill sites over at vivalamanosphere.com the men men's advocate.net uh, along the same thing as rdk legal check out the men's advocate.net that's a support website for those of you men who are divorced or going through divorce or about you think to be divorced or just i don't know you want to look it's kind of like if, if you want to look out on the sunny side of the street if you've never been married and, and you've not been divorced just just read through some of the horror stories these divorce guys go through and you're going to be real happy you were never married you're going to be really happy you're going to be like, oh, no thanks i'll just have sex and uh date her how's that sound i'll just have lots of sex save money on a wedding ring i'm not going to get her charge her rent if she's at my place sanity is the future of wealth that is the best piece I've ever written for my blog. You can't find it on the blog, though, because I hid it. It's behind the Patreon paywall <clears throat> and my Patreon account, patreon.com slash Aaron Cleary. That's about the only real benefit you get if you donate to my Patreon. One of these days, I guess I'll throw some more articles up in there or something. Still aiming to have like a, a pinup model, you know, the uh, fair amount of women that do. Tune into the Capmeister here. There's some pretty girls out there in Cappy Cap land. I'm like, why don't we just put together, you know, put up some 1950s housewife or kind of 
boudoir type of, you know, pinup calendar thing. Like, oh, yeah, let's do that. But the, the problem with the women who tune into the Capmeister, you know what's great about They have fucking jobs and real lives, so they don't really have the time. So I guess that'll just be in theory this entire time. But again, we're always looking for female models. Um, there is pay, not a lot, but it's definitely worth your time. So that's one thing I wanted to kind of do with the Patreon. Uh, but in the meantime, you're just going to read boring, philosophical, and economic, political uh, brilliance. Uh, but you'll get access to that. It's more of an essay. It's lengthy. Uh, but I'm also going to be converting it into a book. That's another thing on the to-do list. See, I got an hour before I got to end this podcast. So I could take a shower and get the hell out of here. Um, but that'll be available. It'll just be a handbook. I really wish the Mises Institute has uh, these little handbooks about that size from various authors in the past, Murray Rothbard, Ludwig von Mises himself. And the reason I like them is because not every idea has to be an 800-page, you know, opus magnus, magnus opus whatever opus to penguin that's way too old school for you millennial kids um and i'd like to have that be like it to be that size but i think the smallest you can get is uh kind of six by nine so um it's going to be a thin but it is going to be an essay and i'm not going to charge that much for it but that'll be coming out if you actually want the the physical thing uh so that sanity is the future of wealth and that is i'm not kidding the most important article I think you could read that I've ever written because I think it will do the most to make you happy and for you to understand not only the political climate today, but the political environment of the future. And we'll show it will show you it will. It'll, it, I mean, I know you guys are all pissed off watching the Drudge Report and it's all dire news and all that. But this this and this isn't like blowing smoke up your ass either. It's not like, well, the glass is half full. It really teaches you how we're truly going to be rich how people on the right can't really lose and people on the left, no matter how much money they get, um, they're doomed to misery. The Pence Principle. Can we get a copy of that? Pence Principle. Uh, lessons all men must learn from Ford Kavanaugh. Basically, it's a book on how to not get falsely accused of rape and to maintain your career now and well into the future. And, um, it was dark reading it and reviewing it. It's written by a guy named Randall Bentwick. Is it okay? I'll take a look at it. And um, as dark as it is, you know, I always like to try and be equal. You know, I'm harsh and critical of everybody, but I always try and like, now you're getting all fair treatment. But you look at it and you're like, yeah, it, it's you don't need half the women to all be psycho, falsely, false rape accusing quantahas. You just need one. You just need, and there's there's story. I know, I know a story of a buddy. Um, I he he got his department got some hockey tickets, some kind of sporting event tickets, and then there was a gal, and I think she was in HR. Guys, you never ever talk to HR, never. Um. But he was, I think, walking past his, her desk, and he wasn't going to go to her says, hey, I got a bunch of these tickets. Do you want them? And she filed a complaint on that. And, and you know, not every woman's going to be like, obviously, hopefully, thankfully not. <clears throat> That's probably one in, one in a hundred. Just takes one, guys. 
It just takes one. And then he got called into the office because he made her feel uncomfortable. <laughs> what privileged, pansified environment did you come from where guys like, hey, I got a bunch of extra tickets I can't use. Do you guys want them? And then a la sanity is the future of wealth. How sane do you think that woman can constantly be where it, that that is a crisis in her life? Where a guy, hey, do you want these tickets? I mean, what what causes a I mean, what what piece of ground isn't a landmine in her world? So the Pence principle, get that, buy it. It's a short read. It's like getting inoculated or vaccinated against the measles or uh, tetanus or whatever else kids get inoculated against. Trade the ratio by Glorious Carl. That's for those of you who are interested in investing in gold and silver. And if you're interested in actually buying gold or silver, may I recommend MN, Minnesota, mngoldbuyer.com. Or call my buddy Mike at 763-657-7843. That's 763-657-7843. An Autistic Guy's Guide to Security. You can find that on Amazon, just as you can find Trade the Ratio with Penn's Principle and all the other books I mentioned here. An Autistic Guy's Guide to Security. If you're autistic and you're a guy, are there women autists? Hang on. That's just, just men. It's always men. Because if you had the world's unlimited resources, just pampering and kissing your ass, I guess you don't become an autist. Percent men, women, autistic. Autism's ratio explained. Oh, here we go. I guess there is a. Male, female thing. Autism is significantly more common in boys than in girls. The skewed ratio has been recognized since the first cases of autism were described in the 1940s. The exact reason of the ratio remain unclear. It could be rooted in biological differences between the sexes, or some experts say it may be an artifact of the way autism is defined and diagnosed. What's the ratio? Wow, 4.2 boys with autism for every girl. So roughly 80% of the people who have autism are boys. Do Asperger's. Never knew the difference. Keep in mind, you got to separate people who actually have autism or Asperger's and then those who are faking it, of which I claim the fake ratio is around 90%. I bet you, though, women beat us in bipolar disorder. Once again, whether they actually have it or are using it and faking it so that they can gain power and control over people. Boop-a-doo, 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 boop-a-dee. You know, I just, I just want numbers. They give me all these words. All you people think your words and your smarts are so important. Gender and autism. I don't want autism. I want Asperger's. Why am I getting... Why am I getting all the results for autism? Aspian women? Moving towards sex differences and all. The women who don't. Okay, hang on. Stu percent men, women, bipolar disorder. <laughs> oh. You want to talk about just what I, the most abuse, yeah, does it exist? I'm sure it does. I'm sure there's some people that actually have uh, BPD, but you want to talk about 
You want to talk about a, an abused uh, mental illness? Symptoms in women. Uh, 2.8% of the population. Now, I want to know who, what percent of females, have, not percent of females, percent women. Gender differences in bipolar disorder. Okay, here we go. Okay, twice as common in women as in men. You know, it's like suicide. Women attempt to commit the attempt, which means fail. Do or do not, there is no try. Suicide, do or do not, there is no try. Mm. Failed you had. Attention-seeking whore you are. Mm. Not suicide attempt. Cut along the veins, not across. Mm. Yes. I hate people. Who do the cries for help. I hate you so much. The hell you put loved ones and friends and family through when you fake your suicide attempt. Although you could argue, Aaron, that someone who actually does kill themselves probably puts, yeah, so you are right there. I guess it's, but the hypocrisy. All right, so twice as many women uh, have bipolar disorder than men. You know what we could argue there? What would be a real interesting thing? Is we could say then half the women are faking it, couldn't we? Assuming because what man has the psychological psycho incentive to act bipolar? Like if we use men as the baseline, like, okay, you're actually sick, dude. Well, like you actually are going to go to the hospital. It's like, oh, there is a problem there. Oh my God, I just feel so like I need to go to the emergency room. Help me. You don't have a problem. <laughs> okay, that's fake. But if we use men as like a baseline, like, oh, yeah, if a guy shows up, there's probably something wrong. He's not faking. He's not just looking for attention. So we use that. Women have twice the rate of bipolar disorder. We could logically, roughly, back of napkin -y assume half the girls are faking it. It's amazing when you put, you know, you just, and not physically, but metaphorically, slap a woman down in her bullshit, how quickly that BPD stuff ends. It's amazing. Red Pill Group, a Red Man Group, did a whole series on that. Um, where was I? Did I? Da, da, da. All right. All right. That's, we found it. Oh, that's what I was doing. I was doing the sponsors. Uh, so the Autistic Guy's Guide to Security. Uh, check that out. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Wants to Stop Cows from Farting. That's a book uh, written by Daniel Ailman on Amazon.com. If you don't like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you can go ahead and check that out. Orionscoldfire.com. Check out Orionscoldfire.com if you want to go ahead and read some conservative libertarian thought pieces. But if you also want to take a break from the world of politics, he has a photo gallery. He's a very good photographer. And he posts pictures from across the United States, <clears throat> many of which places Capia says, I know where that is because I adventure and hike just as much as Orion does. Check out Ryan'sColdFire.com, the quintessentialist, the hyphen quintessentialist.blogspot.com. I wonder if he's reviewed. He's a movie reviewer. Let's go to that site. The quintessentialistblogspot.com. I wonder if he reviewed um, Endgame, Hellboy movie review. This was terrible. I'm not even going to put pictures up or anything for this movie. I just saw it with my dad in five seconds, and we both had the same thought. Oh, boy, this is going to suck. That's not a good thing. 
The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Season 2 review. Shazam movie. Did he like it? Pretty good with some minor flaws. <clears throat> I like Shazam. That was really cool. Thunder Road. One of the best films I've seen in years. A bit ago, I saw this masterpiece film, Thunder Road, written, directed. What's Thunder Road? Maybe we'll have something to... Follows a Southern police officer, Jim Cummings, on his journey to raise his young daughter as a love letter to his late mom. Heartwarming and hilarious. Jim struggles to cope with everyday life. <coughs> and, uh, anyway, check that out. See what he says about it. I'm, I am very curious to see what he says. I'm not going to. I'm just. Endgame is three hours long. I've already seen articles about how. Uh, the men have like four times the amount of screen time that the women do. The guy who plays Captain America. I, for, I confuse him and Thor. I don't know their names in the real. One's Chris. One's uh, Chris. I think they're both named Chris. Hemsworth versus Evans. I don't know the difference. Um, I think Captain America gets the most like an hour and <clears throat> 10 minutes. Tony Stark is an hour and four. Uh, the blue chick gets the most female time. Some other chick gets more female. And then uh, flat ass gets uh, 15 minutes. And that's that's still enough, man. It's still enough. Like you could you could say, hey, Aaron, out of the uh, the all the cumulatively added up uh, characters time, because there's multiple characters in the same thing. Let's say that's 10 hours of time. You could say out of that 10 hours, only 15 minutes is uh, Brie Larson. So let's do some math. So 10 hours times 60. You're going to see why I'm being so mathematical. Just give me a 16. So 15 divided by 600 is 2.5%. You could say, Aaron, <clears throat> Brie Larson only really has 2.5% of the total screen time of all characters in this movie. And I'd say this punch bowl only has... Uh, a turd that is the cubic volume of 2.5% of the total punch bowl. It's just a rat turd. That's all it is. It's only 2.5%. Maybe a little bit. It's like a small dog turd in the punch bowl. So it's, it's going to be a great, no, no, I, I am not. I even got pissed at uh, wonder woman where for whatever ungodly reason they threw in the, but the white man took our land. Oh, shut the fuck up. It's world war one. Don't you see other white men taking other white men's men and dying in vast droves? Shut the fuck up. Same thing with uh, uh, the big short. Everything's great until then Steve Cattrall, he didn't, it was scripted that he had to say, and then they'll blame it on immigrants. Not one, fuck you. That one thing can fuck it up. And so now I, I'm not, I don't want to even hear, and that's how women do. I don't want to hear it. Just one sentence, just one little rat turd can fuck up an entire a bowl of punch. And so I'm going to wait till world-class bullshitters come out and review it. I'm going to wait until the quintessentialist comes out and review it. <clears throat> and when they say, all right, all right, there's no bullshit. There's no politics. Brie Larson, you know, I, I just, don't, I just, no. I was all excited to see it, and and then I'm no, no, I'm not. 
now I'm and what was it? Angelo, damn it, what's his name? Guy on Twitter. I was confusing him with uh, the other Italian named guy on Twitter. George Bruno, beard guy. I'm like, were you on? Were you on with uh, masculine gig? He's like, no, I wasn't on masculine. I'm like, don't you have the beard? He's like, no, no, that's George Bruno. I'm like, oh, okay, different Italian guy. He watched it and he said um, that uh, it's nowhere near as good as the first one. And so now I'm like, well, that's a three-hour movie. And I really don't want even a rat-sized turd in my punch bowl. Uh, You know, it's going to cost money. I got shit to do. I, I honestly think maybe I'll rent the DVD, you know? I really... It's... I, I, the rest of it, and I'm wrong in this one. What's the box office? <clears throat> box office. I mean, they're already broke records. Box office uh, end game. I think this is probably going to be the most popular movie. Um, oh, it's still at 169. That's all. I've never understood why foreign is so much higher than domestic. I, I don't understand that. Uh, we'll find out later. Academic composition. You guys know the routine there. Go to academiccomposition.com if you want to pay somebody to write your college papers that you don't want to. If you're majoring in X, but they're going to make you take a zillion courses in Y, because why did we bother taking these liberal arts classes? Oh, that's right, to employ these worthless liberal arts masters students so that they could get trillions of dollars over the course of decades, and then we'll bail them out through taxpayer money. If I was king, I would probably go and confiscate all the deans, administrators, and diversity, all the directors, all the white-collar workers of big education. I would confiscate all their land and sell it on the market and use that to bail out the students because that's where the money went. Every professor, I'm like, nope, you charge these kids three. Okay, if the kids are that, and I'd not revoke your right to vote. If you're that stupid that you didn't know how loans work, I'd revoke your right to vote. So the millennials would not be able to vote. They would get their money back, but it would come from liquidating professors and academics and especially college management. Um, we, we, we'd take their money. I'm like, nope. You go work a real job, you little fucking worthless pieces of parasitic scum. You go work now. You go open up a, a 18% gender gap cafe. See how that works. Anyway, so um, you could go ahead and pay even more money go <laughs> what you're spending 50 grand a year on it anyway what's what's uh you know 40 bucks gonna set you back to have someone do a a, a term paper for you academiccomposition.com check it out he's also hiring as well so you can go to academiccomposition.com and either become a writer yourself or an advertiser uh, not advertiser marketer and no no they're not fun jobs i'm going to get into um I'm going to write the right, the libertarian right, the conservative right. Uh, it's not that they need an ass kicking because it's not going to work. These people are going to do what, they, what they're going to do. I'm not going to convince any other minds, but uh, we really need to expose some people, quote, on the right who are lazy, no good fucks, who have no work ethic. And like conservative thoughts, just use the politics as a means 
to enrich themselves, but since they don't have a nice set of tits and they're not good looking, be it male or female, they don't make the money because they're not going to put the effort and work into like, you know, like I do. They're like, okay, I got to do the podcast. I got to do the website. Bro. I got to write these books. And then just people who claim to be on the right. And then they say, and then in their personal lives, they just make the most cucky left-hearted move. I've talked about this before where a prominent conservative quote, conservative radio show host in the twin cities here sent his daughter to an overpriced liberal arts college. It's like, what the fuck? And it's kind it's already hard enough to fight this fight when you got half to 55% of the population that wants to be parasitic and leftist and socialist. They want to live off of you. But what are you fighting for when you look back at the team you're on and the rank and file, not only the team members, like the, like if you're on the Avengers, you know, what if Thor was like this fat, lazy fuck just drinking 20 ounce Mountain Dews and stuffing his face with Doritos. And you're like, looking there like, what the fuck? We're going to, we're going to take on Thanos with your lazy ass. And, and then there's your rank and file sheep that, that live in the suburbs and we got to do something, but then nothing's too good for our children. They vote more and more money in for the schools. When you see, quote, your team isn't doing, isn't practicing what they preach in their own personal lives, then you're just kind of like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't, I don't really care. <clears throat> and I'm not going to convince it. You know, I'm not going to convince Mr. Swipple white boy out in the suburbs to stand up to wifey and say, you're not voting Democrat and you're not going to vote for more school funding. Uh, it's not going to help. I'm sick and tired of paying the taxes. And if you do, there's the door. I will start filing. I'll call up Russell in Chicago, RDK legal. And I'm going to have divorce you stupid ass. Nothing's too good for our children. Dear sweetheart, honey, you're my little princess. And even though the laws of economics apply universally, you go and major in education. And we're going to send you to a school that's 50,000. Don't worry, sweetheart. Nothing's too good for my little princess. I'm going to raise you to be a socialist, intolerable kuantahaha who fakes BPD. So when you run into a real red pill man, you drive him nuts. You even drive him more crazy. And then I'm going to have you can major on whatever you want for you. Follow your heart. Now, I know I vote that way, but for you, you're different, sweetheart, because you're my precious little princess. I'll vote Republican, but I'll send you to a Marxist socialist school and your vote can count. And then you can come here on Thanksgiving and Christmas, your freshman year, and tell me how we're privileged. And I got a pen. I'll sit there with my legs spread and you could put a strap on dildo and fuck your, your conservative Republican conservative father because you're my little princess. And I'll never actually hold you up to standards. And so then I'll release you into the real world and you'll just make everybody's lives miserable and you vote against freedom and everything that was that Western civilization fought the millennia for because you're my, 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 my. <clears throat> I wanted to write a post called Dear Conservative Fathers, Stop Raising and Suffer Roll Socialist Kwantahahas, but I wouldn't say Kwantahahas. Because it's true. Fuck. What? You, see, you gotta, you guys gotta look at you fathers. Uh, what few of you are gonna listen here? And this is where I write this article about how it's completely pointless and you really have to just fight for yourself and the lone wolf theory. And, and Jack Donovan, you gotta find your few tribe because it, it, it's pointless to fight for the right given how cuck your average conservative man, libertarian man is. 
Um, but speaking uh, on, on, on a specific or practical application of this, you fathers, uh, in part when you're raising boys, but especially when you're raising young girls, you have to realize that you are like chefs preparing a meal. And most of you aren't even in the kitchen. You're just letting the wife do it. You're not even the wife's not even in it. You're just letting the schools and media raise this dough. You're doing the cooking for you. So when the final product is released and you serve it, it's utter, utter slop. It's inedible. It's inedible. <clears throat> Your daughter is unmarriageable, undateable, fuckable, but not investable. No, but, no guy, no quality guy is going to invest in the vast majority of shit you guys are serving up as slop, raising your daughters right now, even the conservative guys. And I always, I knew this, <clears throat> I knew this long ago in the 90s. After dating enough, I dated a ton in college in my younger 20s. I realized, and you know, I was poor and had to make, and time was very valuable. It was getting to the point where like, I want to meet your father before I even go on a date with you. And in a couple instances, I did, and I'd meet him, and man, I'd have to I'd have to talk to the wife. I say, "Can I see his balls? Can you open up your purse? Oh, there's his balls. There's his testes." Well, hello there, conservative father. I'm taking out your daughter now, who's an insufferable quantity. You are serving shit sandwiches. Why aren't men getting married? Who the fuck would want to marry the shit you men are raising right now? What in the honest God's name of fuck? It was that bad in the night. It's even worse now. What you guys are not even there, man. You're not even there. I like to say you're just a bad cook, but it, you know, at least you were present. At least you tried. Maybe you're a bit clumsy. Oh, what guy knows to do things off the first, especially with your first kid? You dads aren't even fucking there, man. And if you are, you you just you're just physically there. And because wifey Pooh has your balls in her purse and she's got the pussy. Oh, whatever you want, little princess. What's what's that like? You you ship your daughter or your son even off to some liberal arts college because you're too too bad, too lazy of a parent to actually prevent your children from majoring in worthless shit. And you're signing away your retirement fund that you don't have. And you're taking out a home equity loan on the house, only gaining money because we printed off more money. And you're lucky in that regard. What's that like after you raise them or fail to raise them and you just slave all your blood money away to them? You indebt yourself to them. And then they come back and they lecture you about politics. What is that like? Is it again because the wife would agree with that politics typically and has your balls in the purse that you just sit there and silently eat your your turkey on, on turkey day? Well, yeah, you're right, little princess. Little 19-year-old girl who has three college classes. You're right. I'm a bad, bad father because I am white because I have a penis. I have – what? Oh, my God. Just <laughs> and the, And – then you send that thing out into the dating market? <laughs> We're going to have Chad Elkins here. Hey, he's going to tell you about dating. He, he might be on the show later on this afternoon. No, I better finish this up. 
I'm, I'm not kidding, guys. Really, honestly, you should probably, if you want to save yourself some time, you, you got to, I'd, I'd almost say, where's your dad? I'd like to talk to your dad. You know, I'd like to go on. A, I'd, I'd like to talk to your dad first. I don't know my dad. Yeah, we're not going on a date now, are we? My dad is like this evil patriarchal. He makes, okay. Um, yeah, I'll give you a call sometime. Yeah, give you a call. No, no, I'll call. I'll call. Academiccompensation.com. Check Alexi out. Oh, let's do the super chat so we don't fall too far behind on that. <clears throat> uh, raw research labs. Thanks for the value and humor, Kevin. Well, thank you, raw research. I appreciate it. Ten dollars. I'll go. Hey, that'll be gas money, so I can go to the apartment touring. I could go to the to the to the uh, indoctrination. What are that? What is it called? Orientation. Jesus Christ, orientation. Oh, that unto itself is going to be a podcast segment. I got, I got to see what, Hey, what's the millennial apartment building luxury complex orientation? I can't wait. King Thornhammer. How much, how do Midwesterners deal with tornadoes and hurricanes? Well, we don't get hurricanes out here. Uh, King Thornhammer, that's Florida. Uh, and hurricanes are way more damaging than tornadoes because they're, they're just a big, massive multi-hundred mile wide storm with tornadic winds. Uh so you you hunker down, bunker down for hurricanes like in the you know the southeast on the coastal towns. Um but with tornadoes they're really not that big of a problem. You know it's like scorpions. You, you think oh they're there. Oh yeah they they have the potential to be very bad for you. But unless you go digging into their burrows they're not going to sting you. And tornadoes, it's kind of the same thing. They, <clears throat> they're scary as fuck, which is why I'm fascinated by them. I kind of, the reason I chase them, but never seen one because they're afraid of me, is I want to kind of face down that fear. I want to see this 100% <clears throat> sure thing of death. Like if you touch that, you are dead. I want to see it and get relatively close to it um, so I can witness it and kind of face down a fear. Uh, but tornadoes, in all truth, the widest tornado recorded in the United States only had a only had a diameter of 2.6 miles at its at its greatest width. And when you see them traveling and where they travel, they travel in the Midwest, which is not terribly populated. Um, but then when tornadoes do hit a populated area, uh, usually the tornado warning systems are way better now. People know to go into the basement. And about the only people that do get killed are morons who don't heat it or they're living in trailer parks uh, or they're chasing the damn tornadoes that get way too close. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a huge thing. I think, what was it? There was a tornado outbreak in the 1910s and they didn't have the warning and people knew about them. What was a real interesting fascination, uh, an interesting bit of history is the American <clears throat> pioneers and settlers when the Indians were explaining tornadoes and the people on the East Coast were like, what the fuck is that? And then just the reports that would come back like, holy cow, what this is what this is scary as shit. Uh, but the. Uh, you had no idea. You knew they came with, with humidity. You knew they came during summer. You knew they came with storms. Uh, but how do you know a tornado is actually going to form? And we didn't have radar and all that. So in this 1906 outbreak of tornadoes, like 700 people died because it was just a swath of them. 
hitting a generally populated area. Uh, now, um, I have a walkout basement and see, that's, that's another thing I'm wondering, all these walkout basements are like, that, that's not providing enough protection. So if there was ever a tornado warning here in the WBL, uh, I run down to the local bar, which I was probably lo- likely at anyway. Uh, <clears throat> and they got a basement and I go into the basement there. Uh, but I think that only happened once uh, when there was a tornado warning. Um, but that's how you deal with them. Uh, there, and even then, like there's been t- a couple tornadoes that have hit the twin cities. There's one in 81, 82. It's another one in 89. Um, and the construction today is just all that much better. They really don't, <clears throat> um, cause that much damage. Uh, so if a, if a house gets hit, yeah, but what was it in Fort Collins, a, tor- a, a skyscraper took a direct hit from a tornado and it was just dissipated. Miami, thank God, a tornado that hit it. At, uh, Chicago just had a tornado uh, in the past five years. Hit that, nothing happened. When you're going up against steel, uh, yeah, you might lose some uh, windows. But um, yeah, we deal with them, you know, kind of fine. Deedon Granger, how much silver do you hold, and when are you getting a second passport? Oh God, second passport! I need to get a second passport. God, fucking all this shit. Uh, I hold. I hold more than 200 ounces, I think. I think I have more than 200 ounces. Or I'm there. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at 200 or a little bit above because I practice what I preach, except for when it comes to getting a second passport. Um, the, then that's what I recommend everybody have is, is 200 ounces of silver per person or more. <clears throat> that's a low amount. I also have a fair amount of guns and bullets, which I can always get more silver with. But um, yeah, that's that's what I recommend. You know what? You're right. You're right, uh, Deedon. Hang on. That's something Aaron's got to work on. Okay. Hang on. Jeremy Jackson for $2. Consider dash cam and hidden camera watch for safety. Uh, for what? Like uh, dating or uh, chasing tornadoes? I. <laughs> uh, if you're talking about the Pence principle, yeah. Uh, Randall recommends that in his book about having like a hidden camera while you go on a date. And I mean, this all, and, it, and he goes into like, hey, it depends on the state you're in, what <clears throat> recording laws are. Because if the person doesn't know they're being recorded, then maybe that's not, it may not be admittable as evidence. Um, it's, it's sad, guy. I mean, I, I'm not even in the market. And just the stories you hear every freaking day, not every day, but at least once a month, fake rape accusations. And, um, you know, and, and what was it? Some gal came out again. It's always, it's always two years or later. Oh, this happened to me. Like, why didn't you go to the cops? Which is why I have my saying, cops or it didn't happen. Uh, but it, it's sadly now, given how people are raised, given how we just pamper women and, and everything's offense. Every, oh, you're always oppressed. So they're always constantly looking that, oh, I was assaulted. I was offended. And being offended, they equate with like a criminal assault. Uh, they'll go and they'll, and they'll, maybe even in their delusional minds, yeah, I was, I was assaulted. And it's like, no, it kind of helps to have 
that on on a camera. Here's the video. Here's what I did. I offered her um, whatever hockey tickets or something. Uh, but then even the consent forms, that just. And then when they come up with an app, there was like this. What was it? We did an article not too long ago. Some guys at a college came up with an app. And it was for guys like, hey, this will protect you from false accusations of rape. And because that was it, the the uh, academic community, of course, because they're psycho, went crazy. Because I thought you wanted this consent app. They went crazy because, <clears throat> well, it protects men from false accusations of rape. That's its main goal. It's like, yeah, maybe it is. But it's also a consent app. So isn't that what you wanted? Isn't that half the thing is like it cons- consent, it protects men? That's what it's for? Oh, there's a, I'd have to see, you got to look out for a quarter. Well, let's use a proxy statistic, shall we? The percent of women that are on antidepressants, that's just antidepressants. That's not the other shit. And that's also not the illegal shit. So can we say one in four aren't exactly mentally stable? That doesn't mean one in four is going to falsely accuse you of rape or somehow uh, misconstrue a, uh, uh, a bad approach or a, a drunken uh, uh, approach as, as uh, oh, this is, this is assault or whatever. But there's enough. There's enough. Get that book, guys. I'm not kidding. It's, it's, uh, it's a good book. Uh, all right, cool. That's it for the Super Chats. We got 30 minutes more. We're not even going to get through the fan mail. Maybe we will. No, we're going to have to. Um, Let me get to this article here. Uh, The United Kingdom. This is from the libertarianrepublic.com. I double-checked to make sure it wasn't fake news and it was real. Well played. Americans troll UK police knife carrying pole. Uh, The Cambridgeshire Constabulary Police Department in the United Kingdom released a poll on Facebook to remind people of the consequences of carrying a knife in public. You are so cocked. Guys, I'm sorry for all you capicacites in the United Kingdom. You got to get out of there, man. You have just got to get out of there. Uh, Here's what it says on their poll. To address concerns over more people carrying weapons in Cambridgeshire, a dedicated team of officers are now working to tackle serious street-based violence across the country. What is Cambridgeshire? That doesn't sound like South Chicago. doesn't sound like exactly like Detroit or Compton. If you're caught in public with a knife or other offensive weapon, what is an offensive weapon? Is it my penis? Is it offensively huge? But you haven't used it. Will you get a caution? <clears throat> What's a caution? 55% said yes, 45% no. It didn't take long for Second Amendment-loving Americans to discover the poll and make waves in the comments. The entire comment section can be summed up by one single comment. Player America has entered the game. But there are some other comments for your enjoyment. Well played, Americans. Uh, Devin Kate writes, how are you even still a country? Uh, the Mayor of London, a not-British man who hates you says, no excuses. There is never a reason to carry a knife. Anyone who does will be caught, and they will feel the full force of law. <laughs> and then 
So I'll put uh, St. Mathis up who didn't say this. He says, always carry a knife with you just in case there's cheesecake or you need to stab someone in the throat. Randall Byers, right? We are so not saving you guys in World War III. Richard Kern, imagine not trusting your own citizens with one of humanity's oldest tools. Uh, here's Eli. Eli is, he's an immigrant and he's, he's being a real American holding his gun there. He's showing off his gun. Uh, what a bunch of cocks. I don't have a license to receive caution, citations, or warnings. Jesse just posted a picture of his AR-15. Um, and, and that would just, they don't know, they don't realize just how ballless they are now. I know guys, I know you guys, the United Kingdom didn't vote this in. Your women did. I know. And I know there's a small percentage of you women that didn't vote in for socialism and to basically neuter your men. But that's what you've done. You have neutered your men. And then when the Rotterdam girls get raped by your Bangladeshi or Pakistani immigrants, not Asian, let's be very clear, your Muslim immigrants, I enjoy the decline, don't care. You, you tie men's hands behind their backs. You make it so they can't carry a fucking knife. You make it so that I think, isn't there a guy in jail now because in, he had a home invader and he shot him or he killed him and now that guy's in jail. Uh, <clears throat> you're on the side of evil. You prevent men from fighting evil by voting against uh, you know, self-defense and weapons. You do it because you think you're being charitable and nice and kind and you feel good about yourself. But then, believe it or not, bad people and evil people are going to take advantage of that. And so then when people get killed or home invasion, all, the, all that, you lose your daughter, you lose a son, you get blown up, you get, you know, good thing you took away knives because the Muslims are, aren't using knives. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, the, the robbers aren't using knives. You know what they're using? They're using cars and trucks to run over you. Oh my God, let's have a candlelight vigil. That'll solve it. Lindman May, sing a song and maybe terrorism and the, and the assaults and murders will go away. The only thing that's going to protect you from evil is, is armed men who are allowed to protect you. But you don't need no man fish by... You can have your little pussy police cars coming in your whatever, those Ford Focuses. What, what are those cars? Those police cars. Oh, my God. And I, you look at the United Kingdom now with your knife confiscation programs. And then you what, put Count Dankula. You jailed that guy because he taught his pug to do a Nazi salute. <laughs> why do we even bother? Look, if you guys are going to be Nazis, why, didn't, why did we even bother fighting World War II? Why did we bail you guys out? Why couldn't you have just said, hey, you know, <clears throat> we really appreciate the Lend-Lease and, you know, the loss of 500,000 American soldiers. And, oh, by the way, Russia, thanks for you, God, losing millions of soldiers to help free us from the invasion of the Nazis here. Uh, but you know what? Don't bother. Just let Hitler take us over because in about 50 to 60 years, we're going to become Nazis ourselves. But not like the one thing the Nazis had is that they were pretty badass. They were evil. But they were pretty badass. They even had really good fashion. But we're going to be worse than the Nazis. We're going to be pussy Nazis. 
We're going to take people's butter knives away. We're going to give you cautions. And if you have a pug, what's a pug? Don't worry. They'll be very popular in 50 years. Uh, and you post it on the internet. What's the internet? Don't worry. It'll, it'll happen. In a, and it's in a YouTube video. What's a YouTube video? Don't don't worry, Hans. We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, he'll do a, a, it'll be a joke, but you see, we'll be such Nazis uh, that we'll arrest that guy while claiming that we're okay with the freedom of speech. So just don't even bother saving our asses. Don't even bother. God, in hindsight, we're almost legit. It, it was legitimized to save France more than it was to save Britain, wasn't it? I. So that's it there. Hang on. Let's talk about my books. If you haven't bought them, go buy them. If you have bought them and read them, please review them. Thank you very much. Reconnaissance Man, that is a book every person should read before you decide where you want to work, where you want to go to school, or if you're just currently lost. If you're currently lost, you don't know what to do, you don't know what the next step is, you're trying to evaluate the uh, value of several next steps, please go get Reconnaissance Man and read through it. The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. So every black man out there who wants to get out of poverty, I've had several Latinos ask, is it for us? Yeah, yeah, it's basically the same thing. You could say the poor man's got out of poverty, <clears throat> but the racial component, because the Democrats are all about race and telling you that uh, they do propagandize different groups of people, not just blacks, um, that it's Whitey's fault, or in the case of women, it's penied guy's fault. It's the penis's fault, uh, which adds this... Uh, layer of complexity or, or complete uh, erroneous information. And so you attack that. Uh, and then the problem is never solved because that's not the source of the problem. Uh, so go ahead and get that book. So yeah, anyone, if you're poor, you can get it, but it'd really be for anybody who is of a particular victim. If you're a minority or a victim or an oppressed class, according to the left, get this book. Because the left will just say, oh, don't worry, we'll give you other people's money, which doesn't put any power or control in your hand. You just got to sit there and wait for the money. Uh, but if you actually want to do something with your life, yeah, get the black man's God out of poverty. You, you, it's basically, yeah, take the power out of the government and give it to yourself and then get the fuck out of poverty. Batch of Pad Economics, that is my best-selling book. If you have not gotten it, <clears throat> please do get it. It's mandatory reading. Uh, Worthless, Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. We're coming up on the end of the school year here, guys. Another month and a half. That make a good. That uh, make a good uh, graduation gift that the kids will ignore because I have to have the college experience. Enjoy the decline, accepting living with the death of the United States. Don't worry, Ocasio Cortez will become president. And if you're wondering how to handle that, not only go read "Sanity Is the Future of Wealth," which you can access by going to my Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Aaron Clary. Uh, and that would only take like 40 minutes to read. Uh, but Enjoy the Decline <clears throat> is a lengthier book. You can find that on Amazon.com as well. Curse of the High IQ. That's for everybody listening because if you are smart, you have suffered and will continue to suffer until you realize where you fit in society when it comes to intelligence. And there are pros and cons. Yes, intelligent people do better in terms of finances and health. Uh, but there are other drawbacks like how the fuck are people so goddamn stupid? Dude, if I was Thanos, man, oh God. 
there'd be like 5% of the population left. Just Well, traffic is done. Solve traffic. And now we go on to the superhuman uh, epic or era where everybody's IQ is 120 or above. And everyone drives 5 to 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. And everybody owns a gun because we're responsible enough to have it. What if we just got like five guys, five Yanks, we go over there with guns and we just take over the United Kingdom? What if we just did that? Couldn't we do that? Oh, hello. Dig, 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 diggly, diggly, dangly, tears. What, what, yup, yup, and tup, tup are you doing here? Ah, hi, this is a gun. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my panties. Help, Constable Larry, Constable Larry. Then a little pussy cow. Oh, we only got these billy clubs and our funny hats. Oh, dang. The Yanks are here. How will we ever stop? Quick, get the gun. Oh, we banned them all. Dang, dang, nabbit. This is as brilliant as those Americans fighting the guerrilla war when we wore red and walked in straight lines. As per Bill Cosby. Don't want no plagiarism there. What if I'm serious? Think, think, let's say we got the team together from Heat and we just went to Cambridgeshire. What if we just, I'm not advocating this. How long could five armed guys last in this little hamlet with just some, just some carbines? How long could we last before the actual military, the, 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 the military got there and took us out? I mean, we could last a long time. Oh, just like the little fucking pre. God, get a fucking real car. These are cops have pre. We got the Chargers. I've seen some Mustangs. Our cops are pretty badass. Let's not fuck with them. Even the Crown Vic had some, like, you know, had some authority about it. And I don't know what they got their Patrons, their Fiats, whatever car it is. They're checkered fucking hats. Hell, dude, dangly dickly, you get a caution, my guts, sir. Caution your fucking ass. And then maybe now Billy Clubs will be the next thing. Everybody's carrying a Billy Club. Then it'll ban Billy Clubs. Then it'll be, man, it'll ban Mace. It'll be sticks. It'll ban sticks. Then it's just, then the United Kingdom's just going to be a bunch of people carrying around wiffle bats. Dunk, dunk, dunk. And not the stingy yellow one. It'll be the big red pink poo. Punk, 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 punk. And then every young girl will get raped. Oh, dang, diggly doodly, sir. No, no, that's diversity. Yes. They were Asian. Yes. Japanese? No. Chinese? No. Laotian? No. Vietnamese? No. Russian? No. Singaporean, new. Malaysian, new. Indonesian, new. Running out. Myanmar, new. Thai, new. Nepalese, new. Indian, new. Running out. Kazakhstanian, new. 
Oh, Bangladeshi, Pakistani. No, Asian, sir. Asian. They were Asian, damn it. Hang on, I have to go to my Muhammad strap-on anal fucking this afternoon. Yes, yes. Next to the knife drop-off box. We're not saving you. We're not saving. No, we're not. Because, <laughs> well, we're not going to fight it. Uh, our young people are also indoctrinated and brainwashed with this, yay, diversity and rape and shit. Uh, okay, we're not. No one's coming to save you this time. Nobody. No one. I'm not talking to the conservative, libertarian, freedom-loving United Kingdom type of guys. I know that you guys, you lads, as you like to be called. I know you're you're, you're there. But uh, the rest, no. Mm -mm, no. Nope. Mm -mm. Nah, God, duh. Nah, God, duh. Poor Richard's retirement. If you guys would like to retire. Uh, that's a good book, too. And then we have the best of books on Cappy. So, like, love letters to the left, this book right here. Yeah, look at that handsome fucking fellow on the back there. Um, yeah, so this is a, my best of book of the blog. Uh, and then Run Guts, Pull Cones, Push Your Rubber Downhill. Two books written by our good friend, Adam Piggott. You can find him at pushingrubberdownhill.com. He's got a podcast, too, so when you're done listening to this, you can do that. Yeah, we're going to have Chad on later. I got to get going. God damn it. God damn it. Um, let's do the League of Extraordinary Podcasters real quick. 405media.com. Financial Survival Network with Kerry Lutz. Silvio Canto's Canto Talk. Uh, C-A-N-T-O. Check him out. I got to listen to him more. I mean, there's only so much in the day. He's really cool. He, he's, he's, uh, you got everybody go down and go to, go to Kanto talk. C A N T O. Check him out. O'Shea Jackson. Uh, he's in Uganda now or maybe not anymore. <laughs> Poor guy happens to be black. Uh, but he's over in Poland. I think he's from Fremont, California. And, uh, he's over there becoming a doctor, but then he keeps going to Africa. I need to see my people. He's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I like I like the first world. Ashy feet. He kept complaining about women's ashy feet. I'm like, ashy feet? Like, they're, yeah, they're ashy. I'm like, what do you mean ash? They look like ash. Are they stepping in ash? What do you mean ashy feet? Check him out. He's, he's a good reprieve from, from too serious uh, political economic thought. Economic invincibility, you guys know him. Jim Fear, 138.blogspot.com. Jim Fear, 138.blogspot.com. Michael Kingswood, I don't know where he is. Um, I haven't talked to him in a long time. <clears throat> I um I am kind of really busy with stuff. Small scale life, entrepreneurs in cars. You guys all know Rich Cooper. Check him out over on YouTube.com. Uh then Michael Kingswood, you can uh, he uh he does more science fiction short stories, one of which got published, which is really good uh for him. And you can go to Michael, uh, you can go podcast.michaelkingswood.com slash RSS, or, or you can just go to non-communist science fiction and check out his works there, then mirrors to his other side. And Dr. David Perodin, safety doc, you can go to uh, safetyphd.com, check him out there. And that's about it. Uh, let's go check the super chat room one more time so I don't fall behind. 
Oh, yeah. See, this is why I got to do this. This is where it helps to have somebody else on the show. Kind of keep an eye on this. Someone gave $2, but you're checked to your man. Guys, if you pay the money, shoot over a question. <clears throat> I, I do want to provide some value for you here. Uh, but thank you for the $2 anonymous. Juan Cabrera, thanks for the email response. I'm waiting for the Secretary of State to prove my LLC. Oh, awesome. Cool. Good. Good. That's great. Glad you're taking that action there. Young Sykes. Aaron, do a show with Tommy Sotomayor. Guys, I would – all right, here. I, I know a lot of you uh, have other shows that you like. You really enjoy them, um, like Stefan Molyneux, Joe Rogan, Tommy Sotomayor. Someone else wanted me to go on um, Alan Roger Curry's show. I I just can't – you have to be polite. There's a, an etiquette involved. If you guys like Tommy Sotomayor or any other person you know that's prominent – Tell them, hey, you should have you got basically gotta tell the bigger guy to have the smaller guy on their show. You can't just say, hey, Aaron, because these guys don't know who I am. Joe Rogan doesn't know who I am. Tommy Sotomayor probably doesn't know who I am. I just can't go walking up there with my dick. Hey, you should have me on your show. Why? Because I'm fucking Aaron Cleary. You, you gotta show them that if a group like let's put it this way. All of you who listen to Tommy Sotomayor or follow him, if all of you today were to go in one shot, say, hey, Tommy, you should have Aaron Clary, this guy called Aaron Clary, on your show, and you should talk about X. If you get up on his radar, then he might say, oh, well, who's this Aaron Clary guy? So then at least he's known. I can't just go up there, hey, my swinging dick is pretty big and it's pretty swinging. Matter of fact, here come the British cops now to arrest me for it because it's too big. You should have me on your show. It's That's way too rude, way too impolite. That's just not good form, okay? So, But if there was, say, somebody smaller than me but had a good show, somebody up and coming say, hey, Aaron, you should have – I would appreciate it if, you know, if five of you all said, said hey, you should have this guy on your show – uh, you guys know the taste and how the show works. You're probably right. I probably should have that guy on the show <clears throat> or gal. But yeah, a guy like Tommy, so uh, Tommy Sotomayor, the Molyneux and all those other guys, I can't, you can't just, you know, I can't just go to Hollywood and whoever's directing Avengers. Hey, you should have me on the Avengers movie. Yeah. Like that, you know, just have me be like, oh, I'm pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I'll just bitch slap Thanos. Right? Jeremy Jackson, $2, your view on death penalty and trust fund baby tax um i'm for the death penalty but you gotta make damn sure um because there's a lot of i don't know if you guys ever watch uh forensic files it's not all about how they solved the crime but how they exonerated people too and if i were to donate money <clears throat> to a charity there's an organization i forgot what it was but it's people who exonerate people that are in jail um the pence principal randy uh found two guys that were falsely accused of rape and they spent 20 and 30 years respectively in jail until they were exonerated. Um, so, I mean, it's gotta be beyond a shadow of a doubt. I mean, it has to be, yeah, we saw, we got video of him shooting this guy and okay, you, you go off to the death penalty then. Um, <clears throat> or the person is, is provably a repeat offender cannot function within the United States. Okay, fine. You're, you're out. But at the same time, um, I'm 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 kind of like you better make damn sure. Uh so I am pro but in some some rare circumstances. Um what else was I going to say about the death penalty? 
Um, oh, I forgot. Uh, but it, yeah, I am. But you, you have, you have to know. You have, you can't, you can't. Well, we think. No, no, you, you got to know. Um, and then, oh, that's what I was going to say. And for people who are who get life in prison, either because you don't have the death penalty or that's just what they got, they should have the right to exterminate themselves. Because I can't imagine, you know, sitting in jail for the rest of your life, like, no, oh, no, fucking kill me or something. Or put me on a penal, something, something. I don't want to do this anymore. And then the trust fund baby tax, <clears throat> I am I am not against it. I really hate it, having more taxes. Um, I, I really, you know, it's private property. Uh, Mark Dayton's grandfather has every right to leave it to his worthless, spoiled, rotten children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren now. He has every right to do that. But then we get people like Mark Dayton and his children, just these worthless trust fund baby fucks. We know how to run society if you have a billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, then they cause damage. Um, It... Because you, you really have to kind of take it all. You almost have to. Like, yeah, no, you only get $100,000. Then we open up this can of worms. Like, well, to not spoil rotten and not have any more Mark Dayton's, what we got to do is we got to take practically all of it. And the government isn't going to do any better with it. You know, it there's always going to be rich trust fund kids somewhere. Um, So it's if of all the tax... You know, if if you had it in the Constitution, yeah, we're going to have a trust fund baby tax, and it's going to bail out all those liberal arts majors, and it's going to last five years, and that's it. You know, or for case of war, well, your your dollars aren't going to be worth anything unless we fought off this Chinese invasion, <clears throat> maybe. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm uh, really shy on introducing any new taxes. I mean, me, I'm, I'm all for the sales tax, 10% sales tax. There it is. That's the only tax. That's it. You don't have to file a tax return no more. It's all taken care of. It's all automated. We all pay the same rate. Oh, the rich people who are six foot two or higher. got to pay. And those who are left-handed got to pay. No, you all pay 10%. Shut the fuck up. What about the rich? Well, I guess you better work harder then, huh? And not have kids out of wedlock. How does that sound? <laughs> Yeah, we heard you made somebody cry. That's a crime. <clears throat> Fucking pussies of the United Kingdom. Uh, there's 88 of you watching now, 45 of you like. Well, that's a pretty good like ratio. If you guys would please like the video, that would be great. That's what we're going to do. Let's get through this. <clears throat> Hello, Aaron. I watched your videos on YouTube from time to time. I have steered my adult sons and a lot of young, a lot of, a lot of other young adults your directions. Uh, by the way, abroad, I dumped recently on Valentine's Day. Hated your videos. I feel it was prudent since she was a teacher. <laughs> That's all there really is to date a lot for you boys isn't there social workers and teachers because that's <clears throat> not a lot of stem gal to go around uh no sale no boom just happy ebook link oh this is from dan terris that's the notes he wanted me to say but i gotta save that one um 
This is from Evan. Dear Clary, months ago I had sent you an email request that I had paid for and you responded to June 6, 2018 about living with a widowed mother and moving to another state. Uh, I wanted to tell you thank you. I was able to get my mom to sell the house down south here and move back to Pennsylvania in an even smaller house a few months ago. My mom was also able to get a higher income job where she is respected more. And I'm going back to school and my old college I started at with in-state continuing electrical engineering. My mom is saving money and feeling comfortable with herself now that I'm living with her community school about 40 miles away by get used to it. <clears throat> I lost a year with all the moving. Yeah, moving sucks, man. And we'll have my degree five years after graduating from high school. I have two years to go. So that's a knock, but it's whatever. Most importantly, I truly understand what you mean. I am the man of the house now. I see it every day around me. My mom, despite making big decisions. And you're what? You're only 23, I guess, uh, if you graduated five years ago. She is still a woman. I constantly find myself being asked how the how should be arranged. Which auto mechanic should we go to? This or that, etc. My mom is still fundamentally a mom and most importantly a woman and needs men to help her make a decision. Thanks again for your advice. Well, thank you, Evan. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Well, that was that. You'd see that in the Western movies. You know, the dad would get shot. The uncle coming. You're the man of the house. And you are. Um, you know, I hate to sound so simplistic, but as, as I get older, women, men need women. Women need men. But God, you women, you left to your own devices, what you'll do, you'll go rack up a quarter million dollars for a worthless fucking degree and then go work at a coffee store or try and go become a flight attendant. I mean, it, 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 the, the STEM majoring woman who got her shit together, of which they exist. They're the rarity. They're the rarity, you know? And even I, I had to like, no, you're getting rid of the car. No, you're not paying that luxury apartment rent no more. We're going to do it. And, and, and here's, here's the sequel to the show. Here's the sequel. If you don't, there's the door. It it is sad. They really do. But I don't know. Kind of. Do you guys kind of not enjoy it? Like, what? I'm a sexist if I like try to help you out or stand up with some kind of modicum of standards, morals, integrity, or you know, production. We we have a budget. We did, oh oh limiting spending. That's that's uh, abuse now. Financial abuse. Okay, let's see what you do. Just no go go. Yeah, start start a cafe. Go ahead, start a cafe that charges men 18% more. They like to see how that works out. But then you conservative father, nothing's too good for my princess. Did you join the Communist Workers' Party of the United States, dear? And did you still, that's all right. Nothing's too good for my little princess. Would a title Daddy's Little Princess Needs to Be Shot be a wee bit too? Maybe I'd be a little bit too harsh. <clears throat> we do not advocate violence here on the Clary podcast. That was a joke. And we have to explain humor to a lot of you leftists out there. A very good, who is this from? This is from Louise. A very good morning to you, Cappy. This is anonymous here again, Ryan. You from Northern Colorado? I came across an article written in the Seattle Times. Oh, he wants me to do. That's a request. I'll do that later. We don't have time for that. <clears throat> God, look at all this. Look at all this shit. Look at this. I better get going. Uh, hello, Aaron. Quick story that confirms one of your principles. I was a, at a college I graduated from and happened to overhear a few students talking. 
This college now has a special safe area called the intersection <laughs> where students can discuss issues of social justice. Well, how wonderful of the college to help them learn useful stuff and critical thinking. Anyway, these students were talking social justice, whatnot. As they were, I started to become angry and annoyed at these twits, smugly regurgitating whatever they've been told while posing as some kind of know-it-all world-shaking rebels. But then talk turned to what they were talking and costs. Two were taking loans on sociology something and another on environmental activist something. No mention of science, by the way. Another said they were going to Columbia for a degree in art something for $70,000 a year. That is 70 times 4, 20, 280,000? 7 times 4 is 28, yeah? 14, 14, yeah. $280,000. <laughs> you fucking moron. That's a house. It's a nice house. And alas, your principle shone through. Your voice in my head like Moses. The clouds parted and the sky went blue again. No need to get angry or annoyed. These people will hurt themselves worse than anything I might say to absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. I couldn't even come up with a diabolical plan to screw them. If I wanted to, half as if if I wanted to, half as much as they are going to screw them. Oh, I see. I couldn't even come up with a diabolical plan to screw them if I wanted to half as much as they're going to screw themselves. So good point. And uh, that's from JGB. Thank I'm glad you, you know what? That, that'll go in the box of mementos. It, it's true, guys. It's true. If you haven't read my post on uh, Cappy, it's called, You Are Not Responsible for Unpacking the Desires of Women. Uh, and it goes into this how literally trying, and there's no way to really measure it, but multiple, I mean, at, at minimum, <clears throat> multiple trillions of dollars, multiple trillions of human hours have been spent brainwashing women into being not women, into hating femininity, into hating men, into hating, and they're always oppressed. <laughs> everything's a landmine. Every step is a landmine. Everything's an assault. Every, everything's offensive. And, uh, and you could get angry at these women for majoring in sociology and voting communism. And they say you're privileged and we're going to charge you 18% more and we're oppressed and you're, you're to blame. And you're Okay. You can get angry at that. <clears throat> or you could just look at where their life is going. You could just say, all right, that's, that's the way you're going to go. All right. And then you go play Red Dead Redemption after it downloaded. Um, hi, Aaron. Just want to drop you a line of appreciation regarding your podcast and literary works. Thank you. They've really helped fit a few pieces of my life into place. I've always figured the problem was me. It's society. I'm cursed with a high IQ of around 130. I'm very late 30s, trained in STEM, have paid off my house in a major metropolitan area, maximized retirement savings, and have zero debt. Where have all the good men gone? Watch this. Probably something wrong with him, like he's Asian or something. <clears throat> I live a minimalist lifestyle. I could technically retire, but I'm so young I'd get bored and I enjoy what I do. Good. Yeah, you, you can't retire. This you just it's not possible. I made a few mistakes along the way. Short marriage with no kids. Redheads are a weakness. What can I say? Yeah, you gotta look out for the redheads. Currently I date casually women in their twenties. I can't take relationships seriously anymore. Too much risk and too much water is passed under the bridge. Yeah, plus with your your IQ, you're not gonna associate with most of them. Uh and I can only imagine in your late thirties that, I mean, you're at the age now where they're all single moms or they're financial wrecks. 
I can't take relationships seriously anymore. Too much. Da, 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 da. I'm definitely red pill. I have no desire to have any children. I can vouch for a current theme of your podcast. You eventually hit the point where you wonder what next. I'm so used to hitting it full throttle when I stop boredom and discontentment sets in. Yep. This is one I have to figure out on my own. Yeah, I wish I had the answer, guys. I really do. I, the answer is you just keep pushing on because what is it? You sit there and watch TV? Find new hobbies. Fake like you're gay so you can join the really cool meetup groups. Oh, yeah, I'm totally the gays, man. Oh, I, I totally love the Big D. Yeah, are we doing that cool hike shit with the with the scotch and the cigars and the race car driving? Yeah, I'm, I'm up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, flaming. Flaming. Look at this lighter. See? Flaming. As long as I get to go ride that race car. That's... <laughs> I almost shot at being intellectually dishonest. I should almost just claim I'm gay. Yeah, it's the LBGQ hiking group at Vegas. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, fellow peeps? Yeah, town with the D, man, totally. Yeah, well, let's just do the, just see what it's like. Because I do the Dungeons and Dragons meetups. And those I'm not doing ever again, never again. But yeah, I, I could totally, oh, I got to get going. I got to get going. It's too late. All right. Uh, <laughs> mistakes along the show, man. What next? It could be a midlife crisis or overachieving, overachieving and not having any current goals. In closing, your podcast keeps me company a few months ago while I was high altitude trekking in Peru for a month. I figured you'd get a kick out of that, and that is anonymous. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right, I got to get going. Um, Dang, let me make sure there's no more Super Chats. <clears throat> there are none. Okay, guys, we'll be podcasting later again tonight with Chad uh, t- tonight, this afternoon with Chad Elkins. I got to go throw some deodorant in my pits and get the fuck out of here. Come on. Orientation. All right. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.